Welcome to Duct Tape and Paperclips. I'm Nathan Hartswick. And I'm Annie Russell. This is a show where we have just finished re-watching, reviewing, and ridiculing every episode of season two of MacGyver for the first time since our childhoods. That's right. And before we take our summer break, we wanted to do one final show of season two where we talk about how the rankings shook out. If you remember, we ranked every episode of this TV show this season. We want to break some ties and give our parting thoughts on the season. Yeah. And just like last season, we have a somewhat arbitrary voting system and there's a variable having a different guest with a much different opinion every week. Yes. It's all very confusing. We want to sort it out. But first, let's catch up a little. That's our tradition. Annie, you are sitting across from me in the same room, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> yes, I am in your living room For the first right time now. in the history of duct tape and paper clips, we are in the same room recording together. Yes, it's kind of a beautiful thing. Like, if you listen back to, like how we started this podcast yeah. in the pandemic and you know we we're anxious about whether or not we were going to get to be vaccinated and when we <laughs> would get to do anything ever again so the right. fact that we get to record an episode in person yeah. is really cool yeah that yeah there were probably some pretty sad uh conversations at the tops of episodes i'm not gonna listen back to them to ago. find out yeah, yeah. And now we're johnson and johnson buddies sitting here That's vaccinated right. and uh and we're doing it it's been great uh annie's been bouncing around burlington vermont seeing friends we had brunch today yes like real people we went to brunch and yeah i have been uh, spending a glorious week in Vermont, seeing a bunch of friends and family and all kinds of people. And I have just had the best week. Yeah. It has been so much so, so that you fun. told me that you did not want to check in for your flight tomorrow. <laughs> yes, I reluctantly did because as it was pointed out to me that uh, they've oversold these flights and you really do need to check in. Okay. <laughs> um, so I did check in, but I did so very reluctantly because I do not want to leave. Um, it's been so nice actually seeing people after this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. You got up at our open mic. You got to do some fun comedy stuff. It's only nice here in the summer, though. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I lived here for five years. <laughs> I mean, you're not thinking, oh, I need to move back to Vermont. You're just like, I wish I could stay longer. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking I will. I would love to um, split my time between mm -hmm. um, a city uh, such as New York, where I'm <laughs> going to be moving, yeah. um, and Vermont. That would be the ideal uh, okay. setup for me. Right. I would love to be here in the summers, for example. Yeah, yeah. We have similar thoughts, but ours go more toward like in the dead of winter going someplace like south of the equator. <laughs> You know? yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Could we start a club somewhere really nice that's warm that we could go yeah. for, you know, half the year? And it's it's just, uh, yeah, but it's great right now. It's beautiful. It is beautiful right now. And it's, yeah, it's, it's also the pandemic. I always have a blast whenever I come to Vermont because like if you are a Vermont person, which I know many people who listen to this podcast are, you know that you cannot walk around without running into everybody that you know. <laughs> and when you're out of town, it is especially fun to yeah. watch people get like surprised that you're here sure. and they run into you. I walked into the open mic and, you know, people yeah. were just like, what? What I didn't? Why are you? <laughs> yeah. what, what's happening? Um, they're excited, and then they're immediately disappointed when they're like, "Are you back here now?" <laughs> and then you're yeah, like, "No, yeah." yeah. Well, we got to talk about this stuff here. We got to talk about season two. Um, last year, last year was it? Last year? <laughs> I guess it was last season. I suppose it was. Yeah, yeah. like at the uh, the end of last season, we did this, and we talked about the scoring process and how that was. We 
tweak the scoring process. What did you think about it this year? How are this season? How did it work for you? I liked our tweaks to the scoring, honestly, because I think that we finally hit the, um, the point that, you know, several people had made, like we weighted categories a little bit differently Mm -hmm. based on like how important they were. Um, and I think that, um, was kind of cool. And we also had the opportunity to like split the points when we had two guests. So that was fun. Mm. But as always, our guests are the wild cards. Yeah. You never know what they're going to rank something. There's, yeah. you know, certain folks who will give everything a 10. Yeah. Um, other folks who, you know, won't rank anything below, say, a three or four because they feel like they want to be nice. Yeah. Um, and others who don't have that issue. They right, are right. fine with being Straight as zeros. honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as possible so that has always uh made things interesting and you have continued your trend (laughs) my my streak yeah yeah of scoring everything one point higher than i scored it two i would say one to two points higher than you pretty much across the board yeah i mean if we do this again i think i think we're just gonna have to i'm just gonna have to start going first (laughs) (laughs) and you you get to go second um yeah uh, i don't know what what that's all about maybe it is it would be interesting to do it in a vacuum like if i couldn't hear your score if it would all all come out one to two points ahead or whether I'm like trying to compensate by being like, I can be a little nicer than I Annie. think it's the second one. I'm uh, listeners. Tell us what you think yeah. uh, because you've listened to all of these scoring sessions. Yeah, yeah. I, I really believe it's the second one. And I think that perhaps we should try a blind okay. scoring uh-huh. experiment just to see. Yeah. Right. Um, it did seem like with this new scoring system that when a guest wanted to throw a wrench in things, that wrench really affected the the, the final product. Like yes. in more more than season one. Like I really felt like some good ones ended up at the bottom because of that mm-hmm. in a way that they didn't the first time around. I did like that there was there was a hundred point total possible. So that let that I think that lets listeners know like really where it stands because yes. they understand Easy the one to hundred category. Um, understand yeah. so that was great uh i mean this is nitpicky but i think the bonus categories get too many points because when when they get points from like a lot of points in the bonus category can really shoot them up the ranks in a way that isn't really fair to the rest of the episode so i feel like we should be giving fewer bonus points maybe interesting yeah i mean the thing about the bonus points is it's a fun thing and it's not based on quality it's Mm -hmm. just based on whether a thing has happened or not. I like them. I just think they should be like three points instead of five or whatever. I think we should mess with them. Okay. Let's continue (laughs) to tweak it within an inch of its leg. Yes, of course. Um, That's just assuming we're even going to keep going the way we've been going, which we don't know yet. We've talked about, we don't know where this podcast is going. It might be totally different next season. So we don't know. Oh, I wanted to break one tie. We only had one tie the entire mm -hmm. season. Uh, 48 points was awarded to both Dalton Jack of Spies and Silent World. Uh, And I will remind you which ones those are. Dalton Jack of Spies is the one where it's the second, I think it's the second Jack Dalton episode. I think it's the one where he is uh, dead in the coffin at the beginning and then he starts snickering and we find out he's not dead in the coffin. Mm -hmm. And then they... I. I believe this is the one with the super convoluted plot, right? Where they go to that weird strip club that's not a strip club and they're like on the run from the feds. And like, it's a very convoluted sort of crazy episode. Uh, And then the other one is Silent World, which is the deaf episode with the flashbacks to the dream sequence correct and the kids in the deaf school and that whole thing on the pond at the end. Um, So which one of these do we think is better than the other? Do you have an opinion? Uh, I think 
It's a squeaker, <laughs> but as as these all are, yeah. um, I think it's Dalton Jack of Spies. Really? Oh yeah. man, how are we gonna break this tie if we don't agree on this? Because I felt like it was a squeaker, and it was like the deaf one was better. I just remember talking so much about this Dalton Jack of Spies episode about how goddamn confusing it was the entire time how we couldn't tell who was on anybody there were all these twists unnecessary twists and stuff and i could figure out what the hell was going on um true yeah no i mean i definitely did hate it but i guess <laughs> what i would say is that um you know it's got jack faking his own death which feels <laughs> like a very apt and important yeah. uh, plot point and i also and we talked about this at length when we did this silent world episode mm. but just how weird it felt to have like the deaf community trotted out for this like <laughs> yes. episode although it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be correct um or the you know dina senesek was my friend was the sign language interpreter we had on uh she was also fairly impressed with for 1986 or whatever it was with yeah. how sensitive it was um but i i take your point i think um yeah, the faking his own death, the 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 inclusion of Jack Dalton, all of that stuff is very MacGyvery. Um, whereas the Silent World episode did feel a little bit like a departure. Yeah, and but I if guess you remember it. Silent World also had. I mean, I'll just make this case. It also had that kind of fun. It had a it a good villain who True. was putting a missile together by stealing component parts of them, and it had a good uh, kind of love interest who was actually compelling to watch. Um, like I thought she was a decent act actress. Um, I think that's why I kind of leaned and then that. also from what I recall, Silent World also had a lot of the '80s cool things mm -hmm. that we really like yeah. on this podcast. Right, like right. we really love the like super 80s like technology and yeah. that was certainly <laughs> well, it starts um, out with macgyver talking a missile down yes uh, using his voice <laughs> and then they're like the, you know the the kids using the computers so i guess i think maybe you've convinced me because i am now remembering that the Jack Dalton episode, I mean, it was really confusing mm. as to why he was wanted for murder in the first place. And the CIA agents who were part of it were like kind of difficult to like tell apart and follow yeah. and like there were understand. Two confetti cannons. <laughs> yeah, it just, it was a little bit, I would say for the clarity's sake, mm. um, it certainly was not like a very clear episode of yeah. television. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to push you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you've convinced me. All right, so we'll give it an extra half a point. So yeah. it'll be 48.5 and it, it'll land at number 14. Um, great. So I think what we're going to do, uh, we wanted to just talk about what our top three and our bottom three were, right? Yes. Cool. Let's start with the bottom. <laughs> Currently, the bottom three episodes of season two, as they are uh, scored right now with our guest included and everything, our number 22 is Eagles, which I will never stop talking about. It's the one with the uh, just miles and miles and miles uh, of, of stock footage of nature documentaries uh, spliced together with um, a Norman Rockwell-esque kid and his dog living mm -hmm. out in a shack in the woods. Correct. There is Bushmaster is the next one up. And that's the one where um, this is the one where it starts with that fake out where they're in the woods playing war games and we think they're real and we yes. think MacGyver gets shot yes. and then he goes to this Central American country or uh, and then the, the downed pilot's daughter stows away with him and then they end up t driving a jeep on some railroad tracks over a bridge at the end. Um, and then third worst episode is Final Approach, which uh, 
<laughs> your husband lovely lovingly refers to as hoods in the woods um where a bunch of teenagers um are in a plane crash in the woods and macgyver has to kind of like um stave off gang rivalries yeah it's like an youth. outdoor it's like an outward bound yes right <laughs> um gang uh yeah. outward bound with some like life-threatening scenarios yes for yes yeah. life-threatening yeah. scenarios but um internal kind of conflict around this gang stuff yeah what is your feeling on these top these bottom three and do you have different bottom three what do you think so I guess I am going to keep Bushmaster on my bottom three just okay. because um, there's a lot of things that um, that feel like they're just okay mm -hmm. in this entire list. I think yes. we can um, <laughs> yes. agree on that. I mentioned to you before that it felt like I wanted to put like 90% of these episodes in the middle. <laughs> right. But I guess like for me, like the kiss of death for an episode is like something that's really forgettable. Mm. Like, to me, that's actually the worst, yes. you know, the forgettable ones <laughs> that's just kind of like, why are we here? Like right. if something's really bad and kind of inflammatory, that's almost more fun to watch. Sure. So yep. based on fun to watch, I'm going to say Bushmaster belongs on there because mm. I don't remember anything about it. I did not care about the the pilot's daughter mm -hmm. um, relationship. And it, the whole thing was just like. You didn't care about the fact that um, that that her dad wishes that he'd had a son, and that's why she became a. Well, we did hear that about forty <laughs> times um, throughout the course of that episode, so I certainly retained that piece of information. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget it. <laughs> um, but no, I did not care yeah. about that uh, because even in nineteen eighty six or seven, yeah. that is still a, a completely insane thing yeah. to say to someone. Yeah. So, um, so that's going to stay on my bottom three. I would also put friends down there um the yeah, clip show sure. because mm -hmm. friends was just it was a clip show yes and yes. the clips were endless yeah. i mean it was just a long <laughs> clip show with um just kind of like this hodgepodge of characters that didn't really like weren't really even the most important people that had been on the show. Mm. It felt like it was just based on who they could get. Yeah. <laughs> and then they kind of, it, it felt like it was who they could book. And then they reverse engineered the show right. based on who was in the scene. You know, it was very successful in some ways. Like we talked about the fact that they didn't have to build a whole fucking narrative that took up 50% of the episode, but they did it anyway. Yes. And it, that, that was actually, at least there was a story there but it doesn't prevent it for me from ending up in the bottom three because it's still like, what are you doing doing a clip show in season two? Yeah. Why are you pulling these clips out? Why aren't you putting putting more clips in to keep it interesting? Why are these clips like in their entirety, eight minutes of footage? Like It just never yeah, felt, it like just felt like successful. It just felt like we had you know a two minute clip or something that could have been 30 seconds. Yeah, like right. the editor in me was just like, <laughs> dear God, like can we cut this down yeah, in yeah. any way? Um, and the third that has to be in my bottom three. <laughs> I know, and I'm shocked. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I am shocked that it's higher up on this list. And I'm talking about the wish child. Yeah, uh -huh, There's uh -huh. no, you cannot put the wish child. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Anywhere, but yes. in the bottom. I don't know that we have the same order, but those are my bottom three also. I mean, yeah. well, I, you haven't mentioned Eagles, but so, so maybe you have a different feeling about Eagles, but friends and the wish child are my number 21 and 20 respectively. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, 
But you intimated that maybe you didn't feel the same way about eagles as I, as I do. So I've been really reluctant to say this, and I figured yeah. I should say it to your face. <laughs> You've been holding your tongue on Zoom. I've been for a holding year? <laughs> my tongue on Zoom for a year. Eagles is not that bad. Oh my god! I I dare you to put it on right now and watch it right now. <laughs> it has Budnick from Salute Your Shorts in it. It's the only thing it has going, and I never watched Salute Your Shorts, it so I couldn't care less. Wildlife. I don't know. Yeah. I think Patrick, who was our guest um, from that episode, who is a very funny comedian and yes. a friend of mine. Uh, was wrong okay. about <laughs> his rankings on that show. I love that episode of Duct Tape and Paperclips. Don't get me wrong. It was super <laughs> fun to record. But uh, uh, what I mean, what, is it just the star? Are you starstruck by Budnick? <laughs> I am starstruck by Budnick. And for me in that episode, like the bad writing is so fun. Yeah. I mean, it is like so absurd, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, I, I heard you talking to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> unnecessary well, this, is, this is definitely the ants episode of this season yeah. right it's like they took a big swing so you have to give them that right and it, the eagles were so cute also <laughs> like come on the little eagles in the backpack yeah I was delighted. Um, and I felt a little red hat. Yeah, it has a little red hat. I felt a little bit um, reticent to talk about it because both of you on the episode hated it so very much. And yeah. like, obviously, it wasn't um, an episode of good television. We're not, it's not Mad Men over here, but yeah. like, Eagles is not that bad. Okay. And the fact that it's at the very bottom of our ranking is, um, is wrong. <laughs> I can't imagine, I guess, I mean, I guess I can see making the case that like the clip show is worse than that show. Um, but like, how can you put any other show underneath Eagles? I, I don't know how you do that. Like which ep episode of this, uh, this season should be beneath Eagles to you? I mean... Is oh, it just Friends and the Wish Child? Oh, no. Or you have more? I have more. <laughs> I I mean, I don't want to fight this out with you right I mean, now. Jack but Dal both Jack Dalton episodes. Really? Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Um, I, you know, the the ski rescue episode that we've made yeah. fun of. Out in the cold. Constantly yeah. out yeah. in the cold. That's my number 18. <laughs> like, how is that? How is Eagles not better than that? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I don't know, man. I think Out in the Cold has like at least they are using their their the B roll they're stealing in a more seamless way that matches with the storyline instead of just like, hey, we've got fifty minutes of this weird footage of some guy tr like trotting down a mountain. Yeah, <laughs> Let's force I it mean, into the story. someone had some fun in the archives yes. with Eagles, and <laughs> I respect it. I really do. I somebody went uh, and looked up that footage and found all of this wildlife footage and the, decided. Wild America, right? It's yeah. like, what is that called? Uh, what was the insurance company that used to sponsor Wild America? Oh, my God. Do remember? I don't remember. Oh, someone's yelling at us on our podcast right yeah, now. Sorry, guys. Uh, sorry. Okay. I mean, I get it. They definitely... There's a lot of silly, fun, stupid shit in it. It's silly, fun, stupid. Also, his hiking outfit was insane because yeah. they had to match the footage. Right, so right. they had to put him in this ridiculous... Two different times. He had to like, have um, a red chamois shirt at the beginning, and then he had to have the like the red hat and the knickers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which, I mean, tell me that's not fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. I appreciate you, by the way, saying it to my face. It is not... <laughs> Thank it's you for just, coming all the way across the country. It's just not that bad. I mean, I'm not saying it's 
it's the best episode of the season, but nope, nope. it might um, be. Um, okay, so top three. Currently, uh, the rankings show uh, number three as The Wish Child, which we've already talked about, is uh, utterly absurd. Um, but you may remember as the uh, San Francisco Chinatown episode <laughs> with Tia Carrere <laughs> and uh, and George Takei. <laughs> and yes. uh, MacGyver is like, uh, there's a troubled youth who's getting into some uh, stuff, some, some bad stuff where he's like uh, impersonating a mythical, legendary Chinese uh, <laughs> magical child and scamming people. And then he ends up on a, on a boat where they're going to sell him into some kind of slavery, presumably. And MacGyver rescues him. Um, Number two is out in the cold. How is this possible? Is this real? Like out this in the is cold, real. the avalanche. We the somehow got out in one, the cold as number two, which is the yeah. There's the avalanche thing, and uh, somebody puts microfilm on MacGyver yes. without his, his knowing it. Someone and then when he gets home, up to him, plants it on him. Half the episode is about Pete whining in MacGyver's apartment. Yep, and then MacGyver gets kid or Pete gets kidnapped, and MacGyver saves him. Uh, and number one is Phoenix, Phoenix under siege, which is the grandfather hockey game one where they leave the hockey tickets at the Phoenix foundation. They have to go there and get them at night. And it turns out that there just happens to be a terrorist attack being plotted on that night yes. at MacGyver's work. Um, and so he and grandpa have to save the day at MacGyver's work at night. Um, so how do we feel about these three? I mean, obviously we hate both of these, the wish child and out in the cold. Yeah. Those are not in my top three. I'm telling you right now, I will say that I think that we might be right on the best episode. Um, Mm -hmm. at least it's Mm -hmm. in the top three Phoenix under siege was a good episode. It was a fun villain. Right. And, um, we had had actual stakes because grandpa was there. We Mm -hmm. cared about grandpa and I kind of liked the sort of like the tickets hanging over the whole thing and have like, it just builds that urgency because it's like, we have a thing to get to and we're stuck and it's, and then there's all yeah, of you this like did high, care. Like you, you cared, cared whether they were going to get to the hockey game, which was so absurd because you, there were also like bombs and countdown clocks yes. and stuff. And we didn't technically need like another out uh, uh, exterior we didn't thing, but, need it, but I liked it because I think it's just, you know, MacGyver's grandfather is so important to him. Right. And this idea that they, you know, have this thing that they want to do together felt important. Right. Like, if, it, well, it's so rare that you have both internal and external stakes on the yes. show and having those two things. And then, uh, of course, um, you know, we had some flashbacks where we got to know a little more about the yes. family and it, it was, and it was a lot less ham fisted than the first grandpa episode where mm-hmm. all they did was talk about their past. We got to see a little bit of their past. We got to see that we got to see that grandpa was having some dementia and he was scared. And like, we actually did care mm-hmm. about this relationship. So, uh, and there was enough action in it to make it interesting. Yeah. And fun. So that's, that's definitely in my top three. Yeah. Great. Me too. Um, so if we're going to knock wish child and out in the cold out of the top three, what are we going to replace them with? What were your favorites? of the season so these are my two favorites that i i'm just so excited to see what you think about this (laughs) so one of them is three for the road oh wow okay so this is the the road trip with the couple right with the with the sort of the The old thespian and his wife wife. yep um some of the best acting (laughs) we've seen on the show very campy very silly campy silly road trip fun i 
like it was among the funnier episodes mm-hmm. that we've seen. Um, yep. The the like mobster guys getting you know <laughs> the guys in the full suits and hundred degree weather. In full suits, yeah. it's a hundred degrees. Their cars breaking down. Like that, you know, they wander into like a wild wet, like a ghost town, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, that stuff was all fun, and it's yep. and I really loved like MacGyver having to be like the third wheel in Mm. this like Mm -hmm. marriage where there's this like actual conflict and tension between this couple around money and around all this stuff. Sure. Um, I liked it a lot. I get it. I get that completely. Cause I, I, and I also remember there were moments when like, you know, it was, it was fun. Those moments when like their car was broken down, but like way up the hill from the bad guy's car, yeah. but they could see the bad guys and they knew they had like, they had to fix the car and get on yeah. the road again before the bad guys caught up to them. It, remi- it it reminds me of like, you know, some producer was just driving around the hills around LA and going like, what if we shot something here where like the car broke down? Like, it's just, it's fun to like use the environment like that, I think. Um, and yeah, it was, they were fun characters. Of course, you know, like you do, you, you know, you, you, <laughs> you break down and there's just an empty wild west town in the middle of yes. nowhere that you can use to like uh, make stuff to knock the bad guys out with. Um, but yeah, I get it. I had that one fairly high too. Like I have that like number eight. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board for that. Uh, it's, you know, it's not your typical MacGyver episode, but not in a bad way. Yeah. You know? And yeah. maybe, maybe that's why. Like <laughs> yeah, it. for sure. But it's, yeah, it was, it, it was really fun. And, you know, it's always a relief when you get a good guest star on yeah. MacGyver. And right. this was. <laughs> also, I love uh, a really campy uh, person dying at the beginning of the episode to like up, up the stakes, oh, you know? Yes, <laughs> we have yes, that guy yes, yes, like, yes. We have just someone just immediately like he killed. Just very stunt man kind of way of getting yeah, shot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, which I sort of feel like has to be up here is partners because yeah, me too that um is you know that's our our main villain that's going to become you right. know a central part of the show mm-hmm. this is the first time we're meeting him and like we said when we recorded this episode it's like that is a fun villain like the master of disguise thing mm-hmm. the sort of like when he dresses up as the nurse um yeah. and it's just <laughs> incredibly fun and like I think this is like, we could talk about this all day, but it's like, there are so many of these episodes where it's not clear who the villain is. Mm -hmm. It's not clear why we care. And it's not clear that that person is like really dangerous or really like poses a threat. Yeah. Um, And you know, that, that wasn't the case. A hundred percent. Like, and it really makes me think like, okay, so they've tried in previous episodes to introduce a villain with this whole, idea that there's a backstory with MacGyver and like he's got a vendetta or something's happened in the past or whatever. And they do that all the time to try to make you care about a right. uh, a connection that MacGyver has with someone you've never met before. But this one was the most successful. And I have, I have to imagine that's why they brought him back. Like, I don't think they thought this is going to be MacGyver's nemesis. I thought, I think they just did this episode and they thought that was successful. Like, People yeah. like this villain. We understood the relationship between him and MacGyver. It's a fun dynamic that they have. Uh, he's great at chewing scenery. Like it's, yes. it was just like, yeah, let's see this guy again in much the same way as uh, Jack Dalton, love him or hate him. They brought him in and it was like, oh, he kind of lit the set on fire. That's great. Let's do it again. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. 
And I will say that Jack Dalton was not needed in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God he was in the hospital bed for most of the time. And yet uh, there he was. But so, yeah, so those are my top three. Um, What what do you have that's different from that? I also have partners at number three. Um, I think think that was a good one. Number two, I had... um, I had for love or money the the finale, huh? It's got its flaws, and who needed a standoff in the L.A. Zoo after we've spent the entire <laughs> <laughs> the entire episode in Czechoslovakia? But uh, it had so much in it, like it really felt. I, I it, it's the same thing. It's that whole like I love it when they throw everything at an episode, you know. Yeah. And he wires the car for electricity, and they go in and out of this. Uh, this place and that he's building bombs to get in and bombs to get out and uh, you know, throwing phony grenades and like, you know, it just all felt very fun. And the idea that we had like the international intrigue component and we had the LA cool component I, the whole time I kind of was like, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be the very best episode uh, of television or even of MacGyver for me to like think I haven't been bored in a while. Yeah. That's new. <laughs> You know, it was interesting. I guess I don't know the zoo thing. I did like it doesn't rise to that level for me, but I can see how um, it really was like they did do a lot. Someone had access to a zoo somewhere along the line, (laughs) and this is the episode of television that we got. Yeah, yeah. Um, It was an assignment. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, not not great, but um, and I have Phoenix under siege as my top because I, I I just. I think so much of that episode was so successful. Um, and I mean, even the moment when he, the moment when he realizes he has to use a hockey ticket to disarm the bomb is like, that's just fun television, you know, <laughs> like that's a great fun yes, that uh, was, moment. I loved that. Uh, you know, it's one of those moments where you're like, okay, it doesn't matter that that is utterly ludicrous. It is the perfect ep- ending to this episode. And then the fact that grandpa takes the other one and goes running out the door. It's yes. like a great ending. Yeah. It's a great ending. Grandpa's just like, well, see you later. See I'm you going the, to the yeah. game. <laughs> Um, and I also, from what I remember, there were a good amount of MacGyverisms. It was just like a MacGyverism rich mm-hmm. setting. Yep. Like he is yep. in the Phoenix Foundation. He's being locked in places. He has access to things. It's kind of like the perfect yeah. format right. for him to do his thing. Yeah. And it does it. it anything that sort of triggers my 80s nostalgia also kind of kicks it up a few notches and the idea of being like in a skyscraper with like the views of LA like in the middle of the night you know it's like that's what Die Hard was made you know like it's just a very 80s feeling vibe Um, yes so yeah I think we're in agreement that that's the best episode of the season Fantastic. Well, I mean, at least our at least our scoring system, if nothing else, came out with the right top episode. Yeah. Uh, if if not uh, the bottom or anything. Who in was our guest for that? Um, Phoenix Under Siege. Um, well, we had Carter on that episode. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot about my nephew. Oh, that was um, Anthony DeVito and Greg Stone. Ah, okay. Uh, which was great and really fun. And so yeah, they they lucked out. They got to watch. Yep. The yep. best episode of MacGyver of the season. Wow, amazing. Um, well, I guess that's it, huh? That's our that's our bonus episode here and our final episode of season two. Um, we mentioned our last episode, but we're going to be taking a small summer break and we're going to pause our Patreon and we're going to come back with uh, an all new version of the podcast soon. We don't even know what's going to be. So just stay tuned. Yes, we don't know um, exactly what our format is going to be for next season. However, we would love to hear from you. So yeah. keep an eye on our socials at the MacGyver pod. That's going to be, you know, across the board. 
reach out to us there or you can always drop us a line at the macgyverpod at gmail.com and tell us what you think tell us uh if there's something you really are dying for us to cover <laughs> um or something that uh that you um if you have any feedback about the episodes yeah you like or hate about what we're doing <laughs> um okay all right take care everybody and remember in the immortal words of our buddy mac we get to say the catchphrase together this time yes ready Friends, Friends are, are the, the adventures, adventures of, of life. life. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>